Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the School Safety 101 podcast. My name is Steve Webb, and I am your host. This podcast is sponsored in part by Safe School Systems, providing school safety strategies to better protect our future. And the Safe School Helpline, helping parents and students break the silence to prevent an event. Within this podcast, we discuss 21st century school safety issues and best practices to help keep our kids safe while they attend school. We have been out of touch for a few weeks with the busy schedule of schools, and I just returned from Maryland, where I was invited to speak on the topic of complacency as a key threat. We had a great crowd of Maryland and uh, Delaware teachers, and even some from the D.C. area, and the discussion topic was spot on, especially after we have experienced yet another attempt at a mass shooting of a school, this time in Colorado where we saw one fatality, which is one too many. This school was located just 10 miles, 10 miles from Columbine High School in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. We visited Columbine High School just just four years ago, and what a beautiful, beautiful area. Just 10 miles from one of the most vicious attacks in American history and It is one of the most cited in interviews with potential murderers. Uh, These murderers of children in our schools constantly talk about the Columbine killers. How can this happen? How can this happen in what we can only assume was a state of heightened awareness, especially, this is especially since several of these schools were just canceled just a few weeks ago due to an individual from Miami who was, and I quote from FBI Special Agent Dean Phillips, infatuated with Columbine and the perpetrators of Columbine. He added that because of her comments and her actions, because of her travel here to the state, because of her procurement of a weapon immediately upon arriving here, we considered her to be a credible threat, certainly to the community and potentially the schools of Colorado. So with all of this occurring, just in April, April 17th, and this being the 20th anniversary of the Columbine murderers, one would think security would be at its greatest in this area particularly. And we still had a violent incident. We still had a fatality. So today, we are going to break down this culture of complacency That's within all of us. Merriam-Webster defines complacency as a feeling of being satisfied with how things are and not wanting to try to make them better. Not wanting to make them better. Think about that for just a minute. Think about that in our everyday lives. I want to read parts of an article written by Dr. Timothy Ludwig where he sums up complacency as what he calls habituation, the act of creating habit. He writes that common wisdom suggests complacency is built up over time, working a process over and over. This habituation may take over. 
This means you go on autopilot and your ability to notice changes in the hazards or perhaps your own behavior fades. When this happens, our behavior drifts toward risk because the hazards are not as salient to us. Since we notice them less, these hazards no longer influence us to take extra precautions for safety. In fact, we probably don't see the hazards as hazardous anymore. That is a key, a key area to what we experience in schools every single day. He continues that, yet habituation is a useful biological tool that frees up our brains instead of being overwhelmed by stimuli. We do it all the time. We do it automatically. But we blame those, including ourselves, who habituate to hazards, who become complacent in their tasks. In fact, we often accept complacency as a root cause in our incident investigations or descriptions of risk in our behavioral safety processes. So let's think about that just a minute. Does it increase the risk to our children that we all have a bit of this complacency? We all have a bit of this, the game must go on. So whenever I'm speaking and I'm doing presentations, I talk about the bell-shaped curve syndrome. And what this means is if a typical bell-shaped curve is, is 10% low performers, 80% average, and 10% high achievers, high performers, that means that we are okay with 10% low performers. What are we willing or not willing to accept from the people who protect our children? from us as teachers and administrators and school resource officers? Are we willing to accept that 10% are low performers and 80 are just average? This is a common bell-shaped curve. So let's think about it. Do we accept complacency? Do we expect this poor performance from our heart surgeon? If, we're, if we need to have heart surgery or an airplane pilot, we, ex we expect them to be at their best. We expect them to be sharp. We expect, uh, particularly a pilot, that his situational awareness would be in a heightened state. And folks, that's what we in 21st century schooling are unfortunately tasked with doing on a daily basis, is heightening our awareness of the threats around us. So I've separated the culture of complacency into, into three stages of complacency. The first stage being the sigh of relief stage. This is when school has been in session for, for some time. And uh, even though we have, we have talked about it in meetings, we've sent out emails, we've, we've discussed uh, our protocols for school safety, no events have taken place. Maybe no events in the country have taken place. Nothing that we've seen on, on national news. Students are beginning to acquiesce to the school environment. Teachers and school leaders are still identifying some potential threats within their environments, but are now starting to breathe that sigh of relief that maybe this, this may be the year without violence. 
It also appears that the students are beginning to acquiesce to the school environment. And even though they're, they're still concentrating on those school safety training videos and new safety protocols that were introduced at the beginning of the school year, teachers and students and administrators understand that school must go on. The second stage, I've called this the disengagement stage. Still had no events. No events have taken place. So we start believing that what we're doing must be working. Teachers and school leaders are, are still somewhat diligent at this point in locking the doors and identifying potential threats within their classrooms and the immediate areas. But they begin to display some type of overconfidence. Uh, this overconfidence that they can handle any any possible threat. And due to the length of time between the, an actual occurrence within a school or even another entity where, where humans were involved in some type of violence, usually particularly just mass violence, and we know that we're seeing that in movie theaters and churches, shopping centers, they're becoming less engaged with daily school safety thoughts and and their efforts, they're providing little effort in preparing the children and talking to the children, preparing that environment that they are in to respond to, to potential violence. The last stage of complacency, particularly in schools, is what I call degradation of duty stage. We have a duty to protect these children. In the degradation, degradation of duty stage, there are still no events. So we think this is. This is the year with no school violence. What we're doing is what teachers and school leaders become set in their ways. There is a routine now. The routine. Teaching the subjects and dismissing until, until another day consumes us. Consumes teachers and school leaders consumes students, other staff, as the environments around them change by the minute, they don't notice the changes going on around them. They don't notice when the norm has been breached. They fail to identify those threats. And folks, that's when we are at the most risk. One gentleman that I talked to in, in the Maryland conference after my presentation, he indicated that he was from a, a small private school and they are so, so complacent because they believe this happens in public schools. This doesn't happen in our small private schools. And I've heard that from rural schools uh, large schools, small schools, all across the board. They just don't believe it, that it will happen to us. Folks, I'm sure that's what they thought at Sandy Hook. I know that's what they thought at Marshall County High School. And it's what's going to be thought of in the next school as well. Until we start realizing that we have this culture of complacency innate in us as humans.
but we no longer can habituate to the routine of just schooling. We have to maintain that situational awareness. We have to understand when there are threats, and we have to act proactively, not responsive, not reactive to these incidences. We are out of time today, so thank you so much for tuning in to the School Safety 101 podcast. I really hope you've gained some insight and motivation to do your part. My name is Steve Webb, and you can reach me at www.safeschoolsystems.org. That's www.safeschoolsystems.org with comments or suggestions or any ideas that can help keep our kids safe as we are all in this together. 